0: of shame. Yes, it's taken the country by storm. It's 15 Minutes of Shame with Bill Smith, Hello. Ben Kitchen, and yours truly, Zeke Mowat. <laughs> I'm Mike Adams. I'm the only guy in the room whose first name is Mike. <laughs> let's keep it straight, you guys, right. or I will shame you. Thanks, Mike. Uh, we have this uh, podcast it's exactly 15 minutes in duration. Mm. Uh, as yet, it is not sponsored by Snapple because, uh, you know, cause we, basically because we shamed them. Yes. We shamed them in the very first episode. I'm holding in my hand a bottle of Snapple right now. Raspberry tea. Oh, used to be the best. Naturally flavored. Mike, what doesn't it say on it that bottle? It does not say, contrary to what uh, was Snapple's policy for 30-odd years of top sales, it does not say made from the best stuff on earth. Yeah. So I'm, I'm only going to assume... It's made from the second best stuff on earth, yeah, or some shit. Can I ask you a question? Sure. If you have a product like tea,
1: don't you think tea would be one of your top two ingredients? Right? It'd be like water and tea. Those would be your top two. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think tea is down on the board of ingredients? Water, sugar. It goes filtered water, sugar, citric acid, then tea.
0: Ah, Citric. I love Ah. Citric. Uh, he, he, but it doesn't say. You know, I knew a guy. Uh, he was Native American. You did? You knew a guy? Remember the guy I was telling you about the Native American guy? Yep. Remember him? Yes, a I did. Good yes, friend of mine, yes. Jim Neptune. Yep. I, yes, we. He did broke nothing. the news. He drank to you. tea like constantly every day, every morning, every afternoon. Green like like tea? Tea? You know what? They when they found him lying dead in his teepee. <laughs> you know what? You're laughing. <laughs> it's funny when someone dies. Oh yeah. You think Sometimes. that's funny? Sometimes. All right, now let's shame. Is it not? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's do some shaming of people. All right, let me go first. Can I? Snooper and blabber. <laughs> quiet blab. Gee, snooper, what's the matter? Why are you so pissed at me? Quiet blab. <laughs> you keep saying quiet blab. What the hell's the matter with you? I said quiet blab. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> I'm sorry. What the hell was that? <laughs> I just I snuck into one of my cartoon personas. You don't remember
2: that uh, Hannah classic? Snooper Cla- and blabber. Latin classic. Oh. Do you remember Deputy Dog? Not really. Do you I, remember the Quick, draw no. uh, Quick Draw McGraw? No. El
0: Cabong? Quick Draw McGraw! I've heard the name.
2: Well, Bubba <laughs> Louie!
0: It was the same voice, yeah. you know, in the Hanna-Barbera uh, Dawes Butler. Dawes Butler was yeah, the guy, that's yeah. That's the guy's name. I mean, we remember Dawes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All right, so who do you want to shame first? Go ahead. You know what you want. I want you guys. Go all ahead. right, I'll, I'll shame. Can you, I shame?
1: Go? go ahead. I don't normally get political when we do some shaming. That's for you guys. You're more into it. Mm. But I would like to shame the Secret Service if that's all at all political. <laughs> yeah, it's not so secret anymore. Anyway. Um, you know, there's been times when they failed at their job. What four, or five times over over the years? As
0: assassinations? Yeah, yeah.
1: They have other jobs. Well, but... whether you like them or not, our president was attacked. And the Secret Service stood by and did nothing as a bird shit right over Joe Biden's shoulder in the middle of a speech. Oh, my God. Wow. You guys haven't seen this yet? No. Right above the American flag pin that he has on his suit jacket, there's a big old trail
0: of bird shit just going. Yeah. Oh, man. They named the bird Corn Pop. That might have been a robot. <laughs> that was Corn Pop. <laughs> that's corn Pop. Right, here's some Corn popping for you. That's great. And that's, a, that's not a shameful thing, though. Are you shaming the bird? No. Who are you
1: shaming? Secret Service for not eliminating that well, bird before it had an opportunity to shoot sure, out a okay. president. <laughs> but
0: if a bird flies by, normally they don't they're just drop in turds on you. Have you ever gotten shit on by yes, birds? Yes, once.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, I was in Amsterdam and a bird shit right on my head. <laughs> did it? Did it burn? Did it sting? Did it smell like worms? Thank God I was wearing a hat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Your turn, Smitty. All right. Um, I was watching uh, the Ken Burns um, documentary on PBS. Uh, ben Franklin. And in typical, does Ken Burns still look like a Muppet? Kind of, okay. but uh, and I've always liked his stuff, but this one starts off with s- typical Ken Burns. The setup is perfect. The photography is beautiful. The music is excellent. It's yeah. a whole lot of great big stuff going on, but it seems as they are unfolding the story of Benjamin Franklin, every five minutes we're reminded one way or another that Ben Franklin was a slave owner. Mm-hmm. And some black person would come on, some professor, and would basically talk about these were choices that Mr. Franklin made. He had an opportunity. And I'm thinking, Jesus, it's Ben Franklin. And they're judging the memory of Ben Franklin, what he was and who he was back then, by today's standards. And that to me seems... A little strange, like Ben. What did Ben just do? Ben's Bo- poking himself. Ben's in the crying with,
0: oh. with your thumb.
2: <laughs> right. You know,
0: with all due respect to Ben Franklin, we got to shame him right now. <laughs> I know, but I, spoke I thought he was right crying there. on the kind
2: of the story I was telling.
0: Uh, yeah, my namesake. I mean, all these guys back then that they're, they're tearing down statues because of something three hundred years ago, yeah. where they were building a country and they were dealing with conditions as they were then, and wow. slavery was rampant so all over like,
1: the world. It was disgusting, in but it was. Seventeen fifty-six. Ben Franklin discovered electricity with the help. Of slaves. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is that and, how it oh, goes?
0: And a yeah, kite. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and a
2: kite. <laughs> and everything he did. Yep. Whoa, whoa. So, and he had, they worked kite. with him at the print oh, shop. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so it just seemed like an indictment yeah. of the memory of Ben Franklin. And he later, on he went on to become an abolitionist. Well, not only so... that,
0: but the prostitutes, especially in France, they loved him. And, you know, he he always dealt with, uh, you know, women of the night. Yep. You know, that was just like a hobby. Yep. And he'd pull out a $100 bill and he'd go, See that? That's me.
1: <laughs> That's me. Now, how about it? Yeah, that, what do you say, sister?
0: That'll that'll do it. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. You, so, you, Ken, Burns, you play your just... cards right. You could be on the back
2: of this hundred dollars. It's too bad. I like some of his other documentaries. <laughs> I like all of his documentaries, but this one here, it just it, it was mentioned so frequently. It was like, okay, yeah. geez, we, uh, we get, know, get it. You we know? get it. It was, and it was ancient history, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but it, it,
0: not to to, to, to totally. Push the issue of racism aside. Exactly. But I, mean, I think yeah. it's getting to the point now where p- the, the the term is used so much, people are getting numb to it. I, you and I know. We all know. Re- real racism is a bad thing. No one's for that. I don't even know a real racist. Someone yeah. I, I don't. But but we must still, be
2: racist for saying that. Well, just no. You're,
0: you're racist without saying anything because you're white. <laughs> That's no, right. you're white. That's what I, I, I thought mean. there was going to be a better
1: punchline. <laughs> no, no not just you're reality. automatically <laughs> racist if you're white.
0: That's a category they put yeah, they, that we are put in now, and it's it. You shouldn't be have to come out of the box being on defense, no. and we're going to have
2: to go, We have to live through this period. Can, and, can,
0: so. can you imagine if there was a congressional white caucus? You know, and, and, and no, they'd be all. They'd think, okay, this it's is the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you said if there was instead of a if there was a BET Black Entertainment Network and a White Entertainment Network, people would boycott the White Entertainment Network, even though it's doing the exact same. My, my point is that it's not fair to automatically pigeonhole people into a category they don't belong no, you in. You know
2: what it is? It all boils down. To the and, CIA We're all being played. What for, if the movie white men can't jump, okay? What if
0: what if there was a movie like said, you know, I don't know, black men can't skate? Oh no. You know, I mean, Norm well,
2: Macdonald had a
1: great joke at the ESPYs in 98 when he was the host. He was like, uh, the Denver Nuggets won 13 games last year. Turns out black men can't jump either. Uh, <laughs>
0: but anyway, my point is I ruined it. I, that was good. I, I don't uh, I don't you know, the whole the BLM thing. You know what no one is against the the co- the cause uh, of, of the slogan mm. but when you when the money is being taken by the blm people who were running that organization and buying 6 million dollar houses in los angeles mm. so they can party there and do podcasts from there and swim in the swimming pool or whatever that's- they got a swimming pool oh yeah Six million dollar house, uh, uh, cash. They paid cash for the house in L.A. So, when you take a cause and you prostitute it, and take the money and put it toward individual per- people enriching themselves, I, I'm against it.
1: Yeah. So that- well, anytime there is a movement, there are opportunists ready to take advantage of it. You have to move right in. I'm going to
0: remember that during my next BM. <laughs> 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 Here's a, no the, the safaris. You know they did wipe out. Yes. Here's how they sound now. Ready?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wipe out.
1: <laughs> Jesus, I could hear
2: your emphysema. I know. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> wipe out. Uh, like That's to, how <laughs> they are now. We'd like to apologize to our listeners for the actions of the host. What time is it?
0: I mean, how much time we got left? Uh, we move six it? minutes. Okay. Six. So, uh, you got somebody? I got, somebody, I, got, I got I got. a list longer than your arm. Who are you going to shame, Mike? Well, let's shame uh, uh, Major League Baseball as oh. a thing. Now, here's oh. why. Okay. As a thing. As a thing. I have watched when, when, when in 1966, oh boy. Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale held out because they were the Dodgers' one and two pitchers, both future Hall of Famers, great yeah. pitchers, and they wanted to get $125,000 each. So they held out, and I think they ended up getting 100. Now, in 1967, Yaz made 100. 1965, Mickey Mantle made 100. You know, a long time ago, Babe Ruth made 100,000. That was like the earmarked number. And I realize there's inflation, there's, The times have changed, but 15 years later, Nolan Ryan became the first player ever to make a million dollars in one season. Wow. 1980, and he was the best pitcher in baseball. A million dollars. Well, now people, pitchers in particular, that sign thirty million dollar contracts are making a million dollars every time they pitch, and it makes me sick. And it makes makes it to me it makes the players unlikable when they're holding out for a hundred million dollars more. Now, I love Rafael Devers; he's a great future star. He's he's, he's very exciting to watch and fun. But if he wants a hundred million dollars more than the Red Sox are offering him, like the over ten years. Then I I'm, I
1: can't support these people. So the good news for one of your argument one of your gripes there is that pitching salaries are going to flatten out and start to go down because they're less and less valuable. These guys are. What have these starters been going four innings this past week? Right. Like they barely pitch anymore. Nobody they rely completes on a, a game. They rely on a litany of arms out of the bullpen. So they're not going to individually. They're not going to okay. be as valuable anymore. So that's going to naturally
0: come down. No, so but, that's okay. But if a guy signs a, a ten year contract. For three hundred and fifty million dollars, yeah, a third of a billion dollars. You know, to me, I can't relate to those people anymore. Yes. I don't. I can't be a fan of them, as a they're they're just a, a capitalist society. of They are elites. So think about this. So you're just talking about how much money you said
1: brought up Babe Ruth in 1927 between his salary. Which was $70,000. He made $5,700 for reaching the World Series, and he made nearly 90000 more in endorsements. So that was a total of 164915 Uh or about $2.4 in adjusted value. So
0: that same money today would be $2.4 Wow. But it's Babe Ruth. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like he, he, he probably used to go to people's bar mitzvahs and stuff, and he'd show up. But, you know, he, he'd, he'd have organized baseball games with anybody if they paid him. Yep as he'd barnstorm the country we know that and and
2: Bill Lee would do that but he would do it for nothing <laughs> but I'm with you on the uh, the elitism in the in the the baseball game it's just you can't relate to those guys anymore and they can't relate to you anymore either they get used to the cash That's well with
1: that much money too it, you know Making World Series and stuff and that kind of bonus isn't an incentive really right. anymore. One's like okay, you're going to get 120 grand. Okay, but I made 42 million yeah. this year. Yeah. I can 140 grand. I can do that in one inning. It, it leads to I care more about me and how much I can do, so I can make as much as possible Bingo. instead of competing. Whereas before, when you you had to compete to earn that extra money, right. that playoff share, World Series share, whatever it was was incredibly valuable to them. Right.
0: And when Babe Ruth was making 100 grand and the other guys on the team making 10 grand and they were all riding the same train together, smoking cigars, drinking beer and, and playing cards, yeah. they were all still part of the same family. Now it's like, okay, this guy's making 30 million dollars a year. So he's going to fly his private jet to the next game. <laughs> Sickening. Yeah. How much time we got left? Uh, two a little over 2 minutes. We got to we got to mention Cam Newton. Cam Newton, we employee. got to. Go and we can all we can all shame him because he just made a complete asshole of himself. <laughs> uh, he, totally don't Can you I even,
1: ask you a question? Sure. Is your wife a bad bitch?
0: <sighs> <laughs> not that I know of. Okay. No, she's the greatest woman in the history of womanhood. Yep. Womanhood, right. but I agree. type thing. She's a good one. I said that funny, didn't I? That was all right. right. That's not okay. She's a great woman, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, and I. The whole thing is women are better than men as far as being people. They're nicer people well, than good men. Good Lord, Cam Newton came off like such what a douche. A, what, <laughs> if she can cook, if she knows when to shut up, who, who are you talking <laughs> oh, my to? God. Who are you talking to? She yeah. knows when to be quiet. Let me leave. You know do, what? Take off the, the man, pimp, the pimp hat, thing. and she, and learn something about the modern America, you douche. What an idiot. Oh, God. <laughs> Honest to God, he's always been kind of a, a moron. Yeah. You know, the stuff he says. and I never liked the hats and the whole, I mean, oh, whatever. But the fact of the matter is that uh, he he's ruined himself now as a commodity. No one's going to want him around anywhere. No. You know, because you can't piss off 51% of the world's population in such a disgusting fashion. Uh, show some respect. For Christ's sake! I know what was he thinking? Ridiculous. He wasn't thinking he really ridiculous, ridiculous. No, he was thinking. He was thinking. Oh, this is this is going to be
1: insightful and witty and all that <laughs> stuff. And everyone's like, <laughs> "Nope, you're just kind of a piece of shit." Okay, um,
0: I do a sad shaming. Well, how much time you got? We got fifty seconds. Well, I don't want to be sad for very long, so we can do it in ten. Go, Ben. <laughs> I want to
1: shame uh, comedians in their 60s that have recently been dying because it's just brutal. Mm. Norm MacDonald, Louis Anderson, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Now, we just found out before we were recording Gilbert Godfrey. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, he, they're comedians. 67 you know, years
0: old. There's nothing funny about dying. No. And so they should stop this. <laughs> stop the dying. You know, honestly. Because how many funny jokes are you going to tell after you're dead? Seriously. That's. Hard to be funny. Maybe, maybe one. No, I don't even think one. Yeah, I think I think the mic microphone gets cut off, and you can't say when the microphone gets cut off. Basically, sometimes right in the middle of a sentence. You know, the funny thing is, you can get cut off on a podcast right in the middle of a sentence, and no. one...